who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler-free, so first-time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And now... A special edition of the Toddcast podcast. Powered by Citywide Mortgage Services. Providing complete financing and mortgage services for residential and small commercial businesses. Visit them at citywidemortgage.ca. Now, here's your host, Todd Hancock. Do you remember about a month ago, a month and a half ago, there was something floating around on Facebook asking you about your first concert and like loudest concert, best concert, concert you wish you'd been to. I posted that on my wall and it took off. So many people wanted to chirp up for whatever reason. We love talking about that sort of stuff. And maybe it's just reminiscing, bringing back old memories. That always feels nice, right? Well, my first concert goes back to the early 80s, 1981. I was in grade four, living in Kitimat, BC, and Dr. Hook came to play at the local arena. And I'd heard all of their music for literally my entire life at that point. My mom played the hell out of those guys around the house on the cover of the Rolling Stone, Sylvia's mother and freaking at the Freakers Ball. I knew all of the songs. And I remember driving to the arena and and knowing I was about to see this band that I'd heard forever and how excited I was to see these guys play. It was my first concert. I remember walking up to the arena after parking in the in the shopping mall parking lot and the smell of weed, people hooting and hollering, the smell of popcorn once we got inside and the the hectic pre-energy of concerts, you know what I'm talking about. It was all so new and it was the concert that helped me kind of get down my path. Radio DJ for, you know, almost 20 years, podcasting for nine now, BCIT Radio Arts Entertainment Instructor. Uh, If it's creative, if it involves music, I'm game count me in. And that's what this week is all about. You will hear from 12 guests in this podcast as they share their first concert stories. My name is Todd Hancock. Appreciate you being there. Uh, We're well aware of the choices that you have and don't take it for granted that you're here with us listening. And you're going to hear from the musical guests in just a second. Coming up shortly, 
and stop me if you've heard this before, former UFC fighter Mitch Clark talking about the power of believing in yourself. That is powered by our good friends at FKP MMA. Learn self-defense, build your self-esteem, meet new friends, get fit doing it. Why not? My little guy Levi goes a couple times a week for about a year, year and uh, maybe about 15 months now, I guess. Loves it. Check out Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com. First, let's get to some first concert stories from a handful of our past musical guests, all of whom are brought to you by Vibe Cave Studios in East Vancouver. If you've got a good song, just need a great mix, look no further. Talk to Braden. We hung out a couple, two, three weeks back. Now he played me a bunch more songs that he's working on. Solid, I mean solid, top to bottom. He works with all sorts of genres. Get huge mixes, killer sounds, great vibes, through vibecavestudios.com. Now, would you believe Alterbridge has been around for almost two decades? They formed in 2004 after Creed became inactive in 2003. Their debut album, One Day Remains, entered the US Billboard 200 at number five. Wow. And they've released an album almost every three, four years since. Check out their guitarist, Mark Tremonti's first concert story. Uh, Iron Maiden oh, with nice. uh, okay. a- Ace Freely's comment was the support act, and it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. You know, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta do this. Yeah, you know, I, like, I gotta somehow. That I, I think I'll take that. Like, and and how old were you? And were you playing? Um, you were you already playing guitar at that point? Um, I think I might have just picked up the guitar, but I was, I was maybe around eleven or twelve years old. Econoline Crush has been on Canadian rock radio stations for the better part of three decades. Formed in 1992, they took a hiatus in 2001 after releasing their brand new history album. In 2008, they released the Ignite album. They released their song Get Out of the Way in June of 2020, and it was one of the most added rock songs in active rock radio. And with any luck, you will hear their new album called When the Devil Drives Sooner Than Later. So listen to singer Trevor Hurst talking about his first concert experience. I think the first one was Street Heart and Harlequin. Okay. And it was like uh, at the West End Centennial Auditorium. Okay. I remember that it was so popular that they did two shows. So there was a like, I think it was a 7.30 to 10.30 and then a 10.30 to whatever, 12.30 or something, or I don't know, 1.30. Yeah. But there was two shows that night. They did two full uh, houses of people, like the, the theater emptied out and then it loaded up again. And it was just, for me, the, it was, I think I got addicted to rock and roll from that show because of the energy of the audience. Like, just before the bands came out, the feeling in the room, that anxiousness, that just that, oh, it was just, you could just taste it. It was so cool. And then when the bands came out, I mean, both those bands, you know, Winnipeg has a unique kind of thing uh, that it brings to the music scene. And, and it, the bands all worked very hard. They practiced, they rehearsed. They were really well prepared. So the shows that we would see with these bands from Winnipeg, like Harlequin, like Streetheart, like Orphan, they were always like just top notch. So yeah, mm-hmm. and and that first concert, Streetheart, oh, Kenny was great. Straight up, you need to include Pantera if you're talking about the most influential metal bands of all time. Of course, they're touring right now for the last little while, and to some criticism from fans, others encouraging the tour. Of course, it's well known that late drummer Vinnie Paul was not a fan of the idea of a, quote, reunion tour. Regardless, they're an undeniable force in metal, one of the best bands, 
period. And when bassist Rex Brown was a guest, of course, he shared his first concert with us. Mm, I want to say, man, you're jogging a bunch of old memories back, but, <laughs> um, you know, for me, it's, uh, man, I've, 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 listened, I've been to so many concerts from the time I was, you know, moved to the big city when I, about 74, 75, I lived in a small little peanut town of about, you know, less than a thousand people, um, till I was 11. So all we have is AM radio, you know? So I think when I got in the big city, I think the first show I went and saw was, was Kiss at, uh, in UTA concert hall. It was crazy in 75 or six or whenever. Mm-hmm. It's amazing what those guys were doing at the time, considering there was no internet. They, 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 they were, you know, if you take take the makeup off and all the bullshit, sure. and you listen to "Let It Go" rock and roll and some of those riffs, and uh, you know, some of that, some of that stuff was way ahead of its time. And you'll know the Pretty Reckless's singer Taylor Momsen for more than music. She, of course, played Little Cindy Lou Who in The Grinch with Jim Carrey. She played Jenny in Gossip Girl. But her band has been full blast since 2009, topping U.S. and U.K. rock charts, huge world tours. First concert. I get, um, well, my dad took me to a lot of shows. I was born in St. Louis, um, and so my dad took me to a lot of shows. There's a club there. Uh, it's actually Chuck Berry's club called Blueberry Hill. Mm. Um, and so I saw a lot of like local bands and things when I was like a baby, he would like sneak me in. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't actually, it was a bar. I wasn't actually supposed to be there. Um, but the first like real rock show I saw, um, was the white stripes and I was probably like, I don't know, maybe seven or eight, something mm. like that. And it was, it was awesome. First yeah. of all, I love, I love Jack White. The white stripes are amazing. And I was, I was just flabbergasted by the fact that two people could make that much noise. Like that was a very pinnacle moment in my life where I went, like I already knew I loved rock and roll. I had already started writing songs. I was already playing guitar and piano and stuff, but like I had never experienced that kind of power from a live show before. And it just, uh, the the whole thing, my head went back and I went, I'm going to do that for a living. Like that's, <laughs> I'll, that one take, I'll take some of that. I'll take that, that, yeah. job. I'll take that yeah. job. Yeah. <laughs> Toddcast podcast musical guest visits are powered by Vibe Cave Studios in East Vancouver. Huge mixes, killer sounds, great vibes. Visit them at vibecavestudios.com.
way to hit the slopes this winter is with the Cypress Mountain Skycard. Visit cypressmountain.com for details. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast. Canadian lightweight MMA fighter Mitch Clark fought in the UFC between 2011 and 2017. You saw him make his professional MMA debut in May 2007, fought exclusively in Canada. He built up a 9-0 record before signing with the UFC. Mitch lives in Edmonton, Alberta, still trains at the Complete Fitness and Martial Arts in St. Albert. He's won the welterweight title in the EFC, based out of Lloyd Minster, and also won the lightweight title for the TFC. He also trains in Arizona at the MMA Lab with John Crouch and Smooth Benson Henderson, who, of course, you've heard on this podcast prior. And when Mitch was a guest, we talked about his workout schedule, him watching tape of opponents before fights, how he was a big hockey fan as a kid. He shared a Mario Lemieux story. We talked about family, talked about wrestling, and stop me if you've heard this before, Mitch talked about adversity in the sport and the importance of believing in yourself. Yeah, I think I think that's the mentality you have to have. You know, the end goal should always be, I want to be the number one fighter in my division. I want to be champion of my division and clear it out, you know, and not just be champion, clear out my division. So that's, that's where your mentality has to be. You have to think that you are the best or you're on the road to being the best. So mm-hmm. that's where everything should come from. Because if you don't have that, that unshakable belief in yourself, you won't be able to make it very far because it's such a hard sport. Stop Me If You've Heard This Before on the Toddcast Podcast is powered by FKP MMA. Vancouver's number one training destination at fkpmma.com.
Loving on you. Ivan Hartle is playing the Toddcast podcast Blue Light Sessions at Blue Light Studio, East Vancouver. So March 31st, there are still some tickets available. 20 bucks right now through eventbrite.ca. It's 25 bucks if you want to wait for the door. Hopefully there's still some tickets left. You never know. Doors are at seven o'clock. A show's at eight. There's only 60 tickets being sold for this, by the way. So keep that in mind. Expect a, a couple acoustic sets. I believe that Ivan's buddy, Matt Storm, will be joining him for the night, or at least a portion of the night. If you remember Much Music's Intimate and Interactive back in the day, it's very much like that. The band plays. I interview them throughout. You get to ask questions as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. So hopefully you can make it out. Ivan Hartle. Blue Light Studio, again, tickets through eventbrite.ca, eventbrite.ca, search out Toddcast Podcast, you cannot miss it. Played you Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer and their awesome song called My Paradise have put the bug uh, in Sean, their singer's ear about hopefully nailing them down to do a podcast show this summer, maybe a beginning, maybe an end of the summer kind of thing. So we'll get the fingers crossed for that one. Regardless, one of Vancouver's best bands, Harpoonist and the Axe Murderer, uh, nominated for a Juno this year for the Blues Album of the Year for their Live at King Eddie LP. They didn't win, but cool to see the boys get the nod regardless. So coming up in just a few minutes in Listen to This, local singer-songwriter Dan Mangan talking about how the music industry has changed over the years. An interesting perspective from someone at the forefront of Canada's live music scene, both as a performer and as a co-owner in the Side Door Access. Google that 
if you've never heard of that. That's powered by our friends at Tedco RV Supplies in Langley. RV service and repairs, ICBC accredited, seven-year sponsors. So grateful for their unwavering support after all of these years. You can find them online on Facebook and on Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. All right, first, more first concert stories and some past sporting guests powered by hand-over-hand textiles in Vancouver. Naturally dyed goods for your home and your body. Talking bandanas and socks, dishcloths, shirts, scarves, pillows. You'll love their work. Top-notch, and they only use pure plant extracts, natural fibers, so it's actually good for Mother Earth. Locally owned, locally operated, find them through handoverhandtextiles.com. So you'll know pro wrestler Amber Nova from wrestling in WWE, NXT, Impact Wrestling, AEW. I don't remember. They took us to theme parks. I don't remember concerts. I don't know if they actually took us to concerts. I I did Mm. used to go to concerts on my own when I got older, and I still do. What was the first one you remember going to? I saw Hinder. Okay, Lips of the uh, I saw, I've seen Shinedown, Seether, Hinder, Breaking Benjamin. Um, Dirks Bentley was a recent one I saw in Orlando. But those okay. were like, when He's I was good. in high school, when I was in high school, I went to those concerts. Hmm. Um, yeah, my, I mean, how are my parents going to drag five kids to a concert? It was really hard. <laughs> From wrestling to hockey, when you talk about the best NHL goaltenders of all time, Grant Fuhr has to be in the conversation. Inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 2003, five Stanley Cups, six appearances in All-Star Games, it just doesn't get much better. Uh, first concert I saw was Rush. Wow. How old were so you for that? Oh, I'd have been early teens. Okay. They, they actually opened for Trooper. Wow. Holy so that's how long that's ago that was. Yeah. Because, of course, they eclipsed Trooper by a little bit. Yeah, the old Kinsman Fieldhouse in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, so how, many, how many people have that been? Well, probably held 2,500 people. Relatively small. Oh, yeah. Current WBFF World Bikini Champion, Heidi Cannon, lives in Vancouver. You can hire her to be your personal trainer at Fit in Six. She's the CEO of Mrs. Cannon's Kitchen. She's a six-time cover model. Um, Rolling Stones, actually. Really? Yeah, my parents took me, and I was 10 years old, to Rolling Stones. Yeah. Wow. And what, do you rem- the- what stands out from that? Like, what do you remember? What are the key things? Uh, yeah, that's a my huge mom- show. It was huge. It was a Voodoo Lounge tour. And my mom, it was, we were sitting beside this guy who was smoking weed. And my mom was like, oh, God. And she was trying to like cover myself. <laughs> like 10. So that's probably what stood out the most. And I remember yeah. him like dancing on the stage, like just like, ooh, you know how we Mick Jagger just like slides along, right? Right. And still to this day, the guy's got to be like 80 something. And Ridiculous. I watch some of his like, working out to get ready for the stage and it is like you know you're like what How even is in your 40s good luck like good i know luck. i love and but you know what i think his key is and i always tell this to my people they keep going you know that's, you that's what old. it is they haven't yes. stopped no you get old when you stop so just like working out or whatever you're doing in life just keep doing it and retired CFL safety, Will Loftus, won the Grey Cup twice, once with the Alouettes in 2002, and again in 2005 with the then Eskimos. Of course, you now know them as the Elks. Oh, great story. The province had uh, a contest, okay. okay? 
and the contest was to go to a Michael Jackson concert. Mm. And they, you had to send in a postcard, a re, like you had to do up a postcard. It was and back send in the a day. Postcard back in the day. And uh, I tell you what, my mom and I sat there, and my mom, dad, and my sisters, we made the biggest postcards. <laughs> Like it was just epic. Yeah. I don't even know how they fit it in the slot when they got it. Yeah, yeah. But we sent this down, and sure enough, they called. And me and my sister got to go see Michael Jackson Thriller. Red Truck Beer. Nothing delivers like a red truck. Official beer of the Toddcast podcast. Podcast Podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at milanocoffee.ca. And now, listen to this on the Toddcast Podcast. You'll know Dan Mangan for a couple of reasons. The first, and likely the main reason, he's a two-time Juno award-winning singer-songwriter based here in Vancouver who has a worldwide following through touring like a madman in North America, Europe, Australia. He's now seven studio albums deep, a bunch of EPs and singles. He's even scored for feature-length films and TV for Netflix and AMC. And Dan is also 
a co-founder of Side Door, which is a marketplace platform that connects artists with venues doing online and in-person shows. They went on Dragon's Den and got a half a million dollar offer. Impressive stuff. Dan's dug himself a strong foothold in the Canadian music scene, and we need more people like him, to be quite honest. Hardworking, humble, just a solid guy. And when Dan jumped on a Zoom with us, it was great to get him talking about the music that was in his house as a kid growing up, his profound love of Radiohead. Binge-watching shows came up, and so did the fact that he's a fair-weathered sports fan. We talked about COVID and creativity, his first concert, gambling. We made him pick between Lennon and McCartney, and Dan talked about the music industry and how it's changed over the years, like platforms TikTok and Spotify, how they can blow up your band without the help of a major label. Oh, the times, they are a-changing. Listen to this. Even now, it's like songs don't even matter. It's like song segments, you know? It's like a 20-second clip uh, on TikTok of, like, the pre-chorus going into the chorus is what goes viral and gets, like, 10 million, you know, um, uses on TikTok or whatever. Yeah, like the, like, uh, what was that song that Mother Mother just fucking blew up on? Yeah, on, incredible. On TikTok, right? Like that one 20 second clip just blew them up. And it's so bizarre because, like, they didn't even have a Twitter account when that happened. You know, they they yeah. created a Twitter account in response to it. Um, and they've done a really good job of sort of like trying to like uh, fan that flame, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that song was what, like 12 years old when that happened? Yeah, totally. And And I think that. You know, part of I, I, I have two very like uh, paradoxical feelings about that situation, or th- let's say three. One is, oh man, why didn't that happen to me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. Um, another one is, oh God, TikTok is terrifying and I don't understand it and I'm so old. And how can I adopt this new technology in a way that is authentic and isn't just like an older musician trying to clamor onto what young people are doing? But the third takeaway that I think is ultimately the most hopeful and um, helpful is here you have a band that just kept making music, kept doing interesting things, kept pushing themselves in different directions. Um, And eventually people found what was maybe the most interesting thing that they ever did, you know, which is that really early seminal stuff. Like that first mother, mother record, even before it was mother, mother, it was just mother. And I remember hearing that record and being like, oh my God, this is insane. Like, this is the craziest, weirdest, most hookiest, crazy acoustic, you know, funk. I don't know what it was, but it was just like, it blew my mind. And that's what ended up getting captured. Now, in the meantime, they've had like, you know, platinum sales and number one radio songs and stuff. But I thought it was really cool that the thing that TikTok blew up was not the new polished radio stuff. It was like that first seminal. Well, it's, and, it's almost the stuff that, uh, th- that's the reason we love that band is because you go back to their original stuff, right? Yeah. And so, I, and you know, I've, I've known those guys since the beginning and, and um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just thrilled for them that it's completely blown up their whole Spotify and their, their, their live touring system is just, you know, elevated like crazy. Um, but uh, it gives me hope that, like, okay, 
regardless of like when in your catalog it is that people find that's like the juicy spot, just keep making music. Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Visit them on Facebook and Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. What do you mean rock and roll stay, Johnny? What do you mean rock and roll stay? Johnny Rath, and I love that song. Going back a few years now, it's called What It Takes. And unfortunately, I haven't heard much coming out of their camp in the last couple of years. I'll read into that what you will, but hopefully that doesn't mean that they've packed it in. A great group of guys. Uh, in fact, they played a couple of podcast shows over the years for us. And there was a time when I thought that they were Vancouver's best rock band, period. Played you. Speaking of best bands in cities, the lone non-Vancouver band this week, perhaps Edmonton's best rock band called Nicholas Rage, and the song that I was introduced to those guys by called Dirty Talk. Uh, You'll be hearing their singer on the podcast in the coming months, and hopefully they'll be jumping on the road this uh, summer and making it over to Vancouver. Based on the music, you know that they are absolutely going to bring it live. Speaking of live music, find a small list of shows that are happening locally with the indie scene at toddhancock.ca. If you're playing one or if you're checking it out, let us know about it. We'll post it up at the website. That's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios for one last time. After about, I guess, four years now as a sponsor, like many businesses, 
COVID hit them hard and they've come to the hard decision to stop advertising with us. Uh, nothing but the best to Sean and his team. They've been so, so good to us and are a key reason that we've been able to continue creating podcasts. So if you're looking for a jam space, they're based out of Langley Pro Gear, over 40 years experience in the music industry. Find them through mysticrhythms.ca. Who knows, maybe they'll jump back on again when the time comes. Okay, our final guests of episode 299, first concert stories from past entertainment lifestyle guests, all of whom are powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. You can also get oils and hash and all kinds of edibles, DMT, peyote, what? And a whole bunch more, like literally scratching the surface. At registry, by the way, mention that you heard about them through this podcast and it will unlock a hidden category on their website. Anywhere in Canada, by the way, they ship to. So if you're listening out east and you're like, ah, oh, no, I'm out east and it's a, that's a west thing. No, it's not. It's a cross Canada thing. All right. And also use the code Toddcast for 10% off your entire order. Again, through sacredmeds.com. So tantric sex and healing guru, Psalm Isadora, who escaped a Christian cult, might I add, was a guest of the podcast early on in our life. I would guess it would probably be about mid to late 2016 when you heard her on here. And shortly after that, she committed suicide. That was March 2017. There are some people who believe she didn't kill herself. It's quite the story. Oh my God, my first concert was George Michael. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, and I went with my dad when I think I was like 14. I was like... I was a late bloomer. Like I said, I grew up like super religious. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, like that was my big, my big deal going to high school for my, I think my birthday when I was 14, my dad took me to a George Michael concert, which is very risque. Well, of course. You know, was- I mean, <laughs> if you're growing up in that style of household, I want your sex. They must, your parents I must know, have been like, and it was no that, way are it you going. That, no way are you going. Was, it was totally that concert. And I remember like, I'm there like singing along to those lyrics, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, George Michael. You'll best know actor Brady Roberts for a couple of key reasons. Prior to acting, he traveled the world for a decade as a pro wrestler. On the screen, you'll know him from his work in Nightwing, The Darkest Night, Arrow, Lucifer, Air Bud, Russell Madness, and After the Storm. And he also produced the viral online series Nightwing and Demon X. He's a great dude. Met him at a buddy's wedding and talked about first concerts with him. Metallica. Shut yeah, up. Metallica was my first concert. I was in grade 10. They came to Edmonton. Uh, who opened Godsmack? Metallica opened. was Metallica your first... was my first concert, man. <laughs> and you know what? I loved, I think my first like album that I ever had actually was uh, S&M, mm-hmm. the symphony in Metallica. And I remember I would listen to that album just like all day. Like my parents would be like, turn that off. It's, we've heard it enough. Like, no, S&M, listen to that. Sticking to TV, Fiona Forbes is a longtime Vancouver broadcaster for well over a couple of decades. You've seen her on some great shows, Urban Rush, Breakfast Television, The Rush. She's an award-winning TV host and producer and a good friend. And it's really funny. My first concert was uh, Tina Turner and Lionel Richie, but Tina Turner was opening for Lionel Richie. Where? Yeah, yeah. Where was this? Was when Vancouver? was this? Gosh, I guess it would have 
been around 1982. And you'll likely best know actor Vincent Ward from playing the role of Oscar in The Walking Dead. He was also Bo in The Starter Wife. You've seen him in Everybody Hates Chris, True Blood, Ocean's Eleven, and a lot more. Man, that's funny you asked me because I was just talking to somebody about that the other day. I went to see Prince. Nice. And uh, Morris Day in the Time was there and Vanity Six. Wow. And I went with my mom. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's a great lineup. Yeah, man. At the Hair Arena in Dayton, Ohio. Okay. That high- I, can see, I can see it just like it was yesterday. I know, right? The, isn't it cool how music and, and TV and uh, like even cooking kind of does that to you? kind of takes you back to... You know that time, that specific mm-hmm. era. You know, and, and sometimes I can I can lay here and I can look, I can see our old house. I like I can picture myself walking through our old house in each room, each closet, everything. And you know, growing up, I was a basketball star. I was a big athlete, mm-hmm. but mostly basketball. I played basketball, football, and baseball. Okay, but basketball was really my my first love. And I can see in, in my room, I had Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael Myers, <laughs> all like huge posters in my room. And my parents used to ask me, like, do you want to talk to us about something? Is something going on with yeah, you? Are you okay? You I was like, right. no. They're like, well, why don't you have Michael Jordan or Dominique Wilkins or Akeem Olajuwon or somebody mm-hmm. in your room? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't read too much into it. I'm not going to kill you in your sleep or anything. <laughs> right. Entertainment guest visits are powered by Sacred Meds, Canada's best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary. Visit sacredmeds.com and mention you heard about them through the podcast to open up a hitting category on their website. And use the code TODCAST at checkout for 10% off your order.
They are called Minefield, fronted by Mr. Todd Kearns. The song is called Alone Together. I can't remember if he played that at the Blue Light Sessions we did around Christmas time last year. Of course, in those settings, Todd absolutely kills. I mean, he is the best guy. Super funny, personable, tells great stories, and of course, the kid can play. As you would expect, uh, you know, playing in Slash's band and fronting Age of Electric, Static and Stereo, and Tuke, all the other projects that he's involved in, like straight up, I don't know that you could find someone working harder who loves what he does as much as Todd. What a beauty. And at the tail end of our Christmas show, he was like, hey, you know, we should do this again if I'm, if I'm back in the summer. So you never know. And I think that's going to do it for this one. Episode 299, next up 300 and a best of episode. Now, if you told me that we'd make it to 300 when we started planning the podcast in the summer of 2014, I would have, like, I would have laughed in your face. Honestly, I was thinking, yeah, we'll get to like 20, we'll get to like maybe, maybe 30, then likely get back into radio. But here we are, and I'm humbled that you keep coming back week after week. Once again, my name is Todd Hancock. Thank you so much for being there, for listening. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends about us. Subscribe through iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. Of course, comment and rate as well because it helps out. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we're all over there as well. Search us out through what else? Toddcast podcast. Huge thanks to all of our sponsors. We hope that you do use their services and buy their products. We couldn't do it without their support. You can find links to all sponsor websites at toddhancock.ca. And if you'd like to sponsor the podcast, you can for as little as 10 bones a day. Not bad, right? Contact info is at the homepage. Maybe we'll have a beer, have a coffee and and see if we can play nice. And if you help us find a sponsor, we will give you a commission. Make money while listening to this podcast. Hey, it's your move, Joe Rogan. Till next time. He doesn't do that, does he? Till next time. Don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself. You've been listening to the Toddcast Podcast, powered by Citywide Mortgage Services, dedicated to helping you find the best mortgage rates, available seven days a week at citywidemortgage.ca. Wander with us into a world of magic. Do you lack magic? Ever since I was born, I could hear the spirits of the other world where old stories take on a new life. If you break even one of these conditions, the consequence is death. And the world is teeming with possibilities. It's midnight, girls! They're here! Get ready to change! Well, for the last time, we're not kissing, Fritz! Join Jenny and Madeline in this fantastical audio drama as they journey into the stories you grew up with as you've never heard them before. You are no more than a demon! Okay, gown. Let's do this. And reinvent fairy tales with a feminist twist. Ready for your next adventure? Then we'll see you soon in the forest of feminist fairy tales.